Hopefully so, we don't yeah. cut this part out, but go ahead. I told you I have that thing with the FBI. Yeah, cut all this out. <laughs> My dad growing up, he's a man's man. He women. He fuckers. He's got a big He thought I was rich. He didn't think I was going to make it to the fifth grade. He's like, I really think you're going to be 100%. <laughs> he actually said that to you? I don't know. I'm stopping. Listen, I'll say whatever the I want. Go yourself. I, I was born in Alabama, and we didn't have gyms back then. We had hay. We used to pick up hay and fat. So you telling me you saw Ted Jones. What's up, guys? Ted Jones of the Ted Jones World Podcast. Thursday, we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show. Check the link in this YouTube video, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. We've got a part two today with Tony Dabas. Listen, it's a tough situation here. you got to pay the Lord $500. Who are you? Are you a priest right I'm there? Like an like Irish Connor, priest. Connor McGregor an, priest. I, an Irish priest. I don't know. What's up? What's up? All right, come what's on up? in, yeah, buddy. What's, what's up? If I can have you take yeah. off the blades. No, I don't. I got nubs, man. Bro, would you do your hair up for the pod? Oh, yeah. It I looks mean, good. We appreciate no, it. No, I, I, uh, I got a little bit of a fade, you know what I'm saying? What's up, dog? Dog. Good honestly, to see you, man. I'm wearing the sunglasses the whole thing. All right, let's do it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, man, I, you can do whatever you want. I love it. Get in there, bro. Get situated. Yeah. And so what's up with this Nets basketball jersey? You're a Nets fan? Oh, Big this? Brooklyn Nets guy? Yeah. Oh, this? <laughs> Bro, by the way, we got water for you. It's not just so you can see it, and it's not for any uh, decoration. No, the I, water is legitimately yours. H2O, pal. I was, right? no, I was confused because sometimes people, like, you know, the, the arts is very, is a tough business. So, like, you don't know if someone has... Uh, Actual water, running yeah. water. <laughs> it's yeah. tough. So, well, yeah, well, we have running water for you. And, uh, yeah, dude, relax. Enjoy yourself, man. You got a nice cross on. You blinged out. What's up? Well, this cross, this cross has sentimental value. What cross doesn't though? It has sentimental value. Whenever I'm in like a tough situation, I ask the Lord what he'd do. Is that the way you're wearing it today? Listen, listen. This this gotta yeah, <laughs> cut all this out. <laughs> we haven't even started. Cut it all out. Already. Which part? Everything. It's too much. <laughs> cut everything out. Is this thing rolling? Yeah, I told you I have that thing with the FBI. I can't really be talking about stuff. No, that thing's rolling though for real. You look like you're a member of the FBI right now with those uh, glasses. All right, Nets basketball, bro. Let's get okay, to it. And then so, we can get to your cross. All right, so what happened with the Nets shirt, it's kind of, I, you know, I grew up fat. I grew up fat. Yeah, you know, I was 280 never, pounds, bro. Yeah. So I never really played sports. Plus, my father, he worked every day. My mom was a hairstylist, Arab family. Nobody watched sports in my house. Yeah. Everyone's studying to be a doctor or fucking working a full-time job. You know what I mean? And... I, I don't know who these basketball players are. So I was doing the, I do like um, this Valducci's truck. It's a, it's a pizza truck where they, it's like a famous pizza place in Staten Island. They show up. I've done uh, Adam Sandler, uh, Gina Rodriguez. Like, like big, private parties, you mean? Uh, yeah, no, for film shoots, like for the entire film shoot. Oh, okay. it's, it's how I met Adam Sandler. Yeah, did I ever tell you about that? I'll tell no. you about that after. Yeah, that was the coolest Don't forget, fucking- <clears throat> dude. We no, gotta no. get to that. So I pull up to the, my, my boss. He calls me up. He's like, Tone, I need you on my house in 15 minutes. I'm like, for what? He goes, you're working today. I'm like, when were you going to tell me? He's like, I'm telling you now. I'm like, but you, it's 15 minutes from now. You want the $400 a night. I'm like, all right, $400. That's great money. Let me get over there. Four hours, five hours all together. And I make 400, 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Plus if they tip me. So I pull up to the Brooklyn Nets on 37th street. I'm there. All the players start pulling up, right? They're all getting pizza. I'm I'm making everything ready, pepperoni. It's a lot of work too. Like it's a hustle. Like you got to serve a hundred people in an hour. You know what I mean? Like and it's quick. Pepperoni. I want veggie. I want this. I want gluten free. You know. So this one guy, these two Irish guys. You know, familiar with the players over there? 
Yeah, Australian. On, on the Nets? On the Nets. There was two Australian guys, right? I thought they were like the coach. I was like, oh, you guys the coach? They're all, I, I, I'm on the team. I can't like even do the accent. Foot 10, yeah. I can't do the accent. But This guy thinks we're on the team. So this one guy comes up, and he's mad tall. And I'm looking at him, like, all right, pepperoni or plain? And he laughed. And he's like, yo, you don't really, you don't know me, do you? He's like, he's like, you don't know who I am, do you? Like, because he knew I had no idea who this guy was. It was Kevin Durant. And he literally like was standing there and I didn't know who the fuck the guy Why was. Why did he say that to you though? Because I was like, you know, I, I don't know. He said to me, he's like, I'm like pepperoni or what's it called? Cause he goes, people, they normally look at him different when they see him. I looked at him like he was nobody. I did not know who he was ever. Like I'd never seen his face. So, so he looks, he's like, He's like, you don't know who I am, do you? You watch, he's gonna Actually, what he said was, you don't play, he's like, you don't watch basketball, do you? He's like, you don't like sports. I was like, no, nah, I don't really watch sports. He's like, no, because people usually like, their eyes open up sometimes, like he, they have like a reaction or something. I have just gave him nothing. He's like, yo, that's cool. He's like, yo, uh, I'll take two pepperoni, whatever you said. And he's like, uh, he's like, yo, you want some shirts? I was like, yeah, 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 I'll take some shirts. What size are you? I'm like, small. He laughed. What was crazy is, I was in a truck. And I was eye level with this guy. So I was like, this guy is massive. <laughs> yeah. I just knew he was an important player because he stepped out of a Rolls Royce fan. I was like, ah, oh, this motherfucker's got money like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And then I met Adam Sandler that one time. Cool Wait, was- but basically just to end that uh, Kevin Durant story, yeah, yeah, yeah. he just gave you shirts. Oh, he gave me this shirt. Yeah. Um, he gave me a white tank top. That says Nets on it. And honestly, they're some of the nicest shirts I've ever had. Yeah, they're probably high quality. They're really, like, dope. I think this Fresh is what they yeah. I think this is what they wear or some shit. Yeah, authentic ass. Authent- yeah. So it was just kind of cool. And, like, you know, that's how, like, I mean, look, I've already met my idols. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a comedian. I'm If I seen Chappelle and I had the opportunity to, like, I'd be like, oh, you know, like, I would be playing cool. But I'm just saying, like, if I had ability to, like, talk to them. I would definitely bust out some accents and shit. Because you have to. You got to show, but subtly. It's got to be subtle. You yeah. know what I mean? Adam Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler, bro. That was when you were running one of those pizza trucks, too? Uh, on this a was, movie set? Yeah, so this one, it's uh, this was in the heart of COVID. Um, or at least not the heart of COVID, but it was when COVID was serious. Because they made us do the PPE. They made us do testing when we got to the it was a netflix show uh netflix um i think the movie was called the hustlers oh okay the hustler yeah that when, and he uh was in the movie with that basketball player yes yes oh, he, had a, he had a beard and his dog was on set his, yeah. his kids were on set the guy from little nicky with crazy eyes was on set his eyes was normal i was like yo what up? <laughs> eyes is normal and then it was just wild i'm like sitting there i'm like yo this is crazy like the kids are running around Sandler's walking around with Uggs boots, drinking a Starbucks coffee, just like the coolest fucking guy talking to the PAs, just the the coolest, most humble guy. And I had a mask on. I'm in there. I got about 100 people online, the crane operators, the techno crane operators, the fucking camera operators, the ACs, the grips, the gaffers, all these, because I'm familiar with the business. I work as an AC in a grip with my brother, so I'm fucking around with them doing the film lingo, and they're like, yo, this dude knows a little bit about the business, you heard? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, they know I'd be sliding up in them grips, you know, the grip trucks, I'd be fucking throwing around some, you know, some junior pin receipt, you know. Anyway, so, whatever. So Adam Sandler walks up to me in the middle of my rush, 
to thank me. And he's like, hey, I'm Adam. I'm like, yeah, no. I mean, you know, you're Adam Sandler. He's like, oh, I want to thank you. He shook my hand. Thanks for coming. This is really nice. We're going to take, you know, if you need anything, please let us know. Just really, like, unbelievably down to earth. And he was the one that booked that for the crew. Netflix had their crafties. They already had their lunch. That was something in addition because they were working overnights. They, or, well, they were working extra overtime shit. Yeah. So that was his way of saying, hey, you guys have been great. And it's not cheap for us to go three hours into Long Island, bro, on a pizza truck. Well, did cool. you do your impressions to him or no? I would have died to do it. If I did it, I would have been having a different conversation because he would have been like, he'd have been like, hey, security. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, he would have. Did really, he mention that you guys look alike, kind of? No, because I had a mask on. I oh, want, right, bro, right, it was right. not the right. If I ever see him ever again in yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, you tell him you managed the pizza truck. I would know. He would remember me right away because he came by twice. I came by, I, gave, I went there twice. Not once, but twice. And the second time, super busy. Didn't even have a chance to talk to him. I was trying to, bro. I had the whole pizza truck laughing. The whole people outside. I was fucking had them crack. Because the line was really long. And they were getting impatient. I was warming up a lot of pizzas. And, you know, I was high as a kite, to be honest so, with you. <laughs> so, dude, you're a, a pizza connoisseur and an ice cream guy? I was high as a kite. The first time, I was just like, I blacked out. Sometimes I like, <laughs> in the past, I would just work these like pe events I remember one time I did Back to the Beach on the ice cream truck. In South Beach. In South I was Island. Staten Staten Island. Island. Yeah. You, you've been there? No, bro. We talked about this oh, last yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> We did a hell of a job. I've been to South Beach in Miami, but maybe different it's than Staten It's really, you see like South Beach in Miami and Staten Island? They're like nothing alike at all. <laughs> there's a beach. And besides that, it's nothing like it. Like Staten Island, there's needles out there. No, I'm just kidding. You'll just occasionally see somebody be like, bro, you know who my father is, bro? Like, walk. That's like a standard thing you see in Staten Island. Why? Like, they're called the Oh, like Italians. mafioso, though? No, or like kidding. lawyers and shit? No, 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 no. Oh, you can't just talk like, about that? No, no, I'm talking about like just people. It's a Staten Island thing. Like, Staten Island is known for who people. Who says that, though? Staten Island people. Like, the real crackheads. You know who my dad is? He's like, bro, you know who my father is? Bro? Implying what, though? What would the father do if somebody said that? You're like, yeah, pretty much like fucking take care of them. Yeah. Like mafia. mafia yeah, shit. mafia. So, yeah, yeah. We touched on that last Let's episode. See, this camera. But you want to. Anybody who watches cut, this podcast. Yeah, it's not real. It's all. You're you're playing a character. No, just. I'm talking to the audience. Oh, no, go ahead. My bad. You see what you see on this podcast. You shut your fucking mouth. You enjoy the fucking thing. And you close your fucking mouth. You say something. <laughs> I'll find your IP address with modern technology. Go to your fucking house. I'll use JetGPT to stick a. Did any? Yeah. Did anyone listen and uh, call you out? Like, I'll, I'll bleep this name out. But like, when he was like, "Oh, you stole the fucking uh, no, like ice cream and shit." That was allegedly stolen. Yeah, that was alleged. So like, this is the thing. You know? <laughs> Someone's gonna steal something from you. It might as well be somebody you're actually cool with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can I go to your bathroom? No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just fucking with you. What are you going to do I've never stolen a Drugs. single... No, no, no. Listen. Oh, you were going to steal something from my bathroom. I'm I got kidding. nothing in there. I've, listen, all, all jokes aside, yeah. I've never stolen a single thing from anybody. In the in past my, two and a half years, yeah. No, in my life. Like, I've never actually... But, like, business is different. Like, <laughs> I'm working for somebody, right? I, listen, this is the truth. It's hazardous conditions. I care enough to give them a respectable number. I'm not being a dirtbag. This is what how this is how it's done. I'm not saying I do it. I'm just saying if I was to yeah, do if it, if it were to be done, this, this is, how is you the do way it. it would. This is the way it would happen. 
All right, allegedly, okay, you know, can I get an order in the court? No, I'm good. <laughs> this edible's really kicking and I'm just fucking <laughs> Woo! You took an edible before? No, no, absolutely not. Smoked a little bit, though. No, nah, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. My mother might be watching this. Oh, yeah, true. She's My a bad. Christian. Cut that out. <laughs> I've got to be the most unconventional situation you've ever had. You're like, listen, I know. Yeah, last episode we had to cut out like 10 to 15 minutes. People like, you know, some people make some people make fun of autism and they're, and they're standing up and you're like, after meeting Tony, I realized that he's actually probably got autism, but probably something else as well. Something's not right with that guy. Who knows? You want to yeah. get to another topic, or I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I want, <laughs> I want to talk about your cross that you were talking about. Was that just like a, a thing in passing? You're talking about when you wear it when you need. I uh, actually good had luck? A, <clears throat> no. I have this is like this is like not real. You know what I mean? This is it's not a real like chain, but whatever. Anyway, it's like a I you know the first one I had was real. But bro, you were gonna say I actually had a and then you yeah I had over. a really nice chain, real gold chain. Oh okay, and it was an anchor, and I made, my father bought it for me when I graduated. Um, when I graduated fifth grade, because he thought I was retarded, he didn't think I was gonna make it to the fifth grade. He's like, Tony, this for you because I really think you're gonna be fucking retarded, hundred percent. You, he actually said that to you? Because my dad, growing up, he's a man's man. He fucked women. He's he fucked hookers. He's got a big dick. I'm over there playing with fucking toys, talking to Ty Teddy Bears. My dad thought I was a, like a fucking pussy. He's like, this guy. Yeah, did your mom convince him otherwise? Like, oh, Tony, you just said a, a nice My mom life. was lost. She's My father's cheat was cheating on my mom in the past, in the back in the day. you know. And my mom knew about it. I don't think my dad does anymore. I'm just saying, like, in the past. And, you know, I don't know what I was saying. Yeah, my mom, she was, in a, she was cheating, too. You know what I'm saying? She was in a relationship with the Lord. No, I'm just fucking around. But <laughs> we should do that one again. That's a funny one. What? No, no. I said we should re... We run that. Okay, clean, go. Clean we can, yeah, we can do a clean one. Go. She was in a relationship with the no, Lord. No, so my father back in the day used to cheat. My mom and dad worked it out. They fixed it. And, you know, my mom was cheating too. She was in a relationship of her own. Like, she was cheating on my dad with the Lord. <laughs> she used to read that Bible all day. I'm leaving both in, yeah. She, sp <laughs> she spoke. No, she spoke to that guy more than anybody. Uh, you know, and it's funny because my mom's always like, Tony, do you... Fear the presence of God. Do you pray? No, like she'll call me up, my mom. She'll call me up and she'll be like, Tony, did you pray today? I'm like, Mom, I, I, I'm 30 years old. Like, I'm, I got work. I got things to do. She's like, but Tony, do you feel the presence of God in your heart? And I'm like, I'm like in the gym at the time, look, looking at all the fat ass everywhere, just spandex. Pow! You know what I mean? And my mom, she's like, do you feel the presence of God? I'm like, Ma, trust me. God is here right now. If he's not here, I don't know where he is right now. This is definitely. She send you like Bible verses. She sends me Bible verses. She comes to my room sometimes. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. John spoke on the fourth day. And on the fifth day, Jesus came out and he spoke to Abraham. And then on the sixth day, Abraham got tired of waiting for Mary. So he took her downstairs where they make the wine. And he slapped her ass around a little bit. <laughs> I'm sick. I just find it weird. <laughs> I find the Catholicism and Christianity, like in the churches, I respect it. I understand what it's for. Religion as a whole, everyone's like, oh, I believe in Christianity. I believe in Judaism. You said they're playing all of us. I just feel like, like when you go into like Christianity, it's like when you go to the church, 
They pass the thing around. Somebody dies. You got to pay. They're like the mafia. Sorry. Uh, uh, like, like father time. He's like, listen, it's a tough situation here. Your son died and all that, but you got to pay the Lord $500. Who are you? Are you a priest right I'm there? Like an like Irish Connor, priest. Connor McGregor an priest. I, an Irish priest. I don't know. Mike actually went to a lot of churches growing up, and one of them I went to was St. Patrick's in Brooklyn because I lived in Bay Ridge growing up. My cousin Joey went to that church. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that priest was Irish, and then the priest in Staten Island on Huguenot Avenue was like a Chinese Christian church, you know, and they used to have a Chinese priest. Yeah, what did he sound like? Oh. <laughs> Should we skip over that? Yeah, yeah we can go. Okay, so you've been, to, you've been to a lot of churches, yes. No, no, but when I met the pastor, I was I went there for confession, and uh, you ever go to confession before? No, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I know that. I don't know why I asked you that. <laughs> I was at your bar mitzvah now. Yeah, fucking around. We had a great time. <laughs> we tried to. Con- my mom. Every time my mom had Jewish, I had Jewish friends over the house, like sleepover or something. When they're driving her, or my mom was driving us home, like you know, driving in the. Hopefully, to, we don't yeah. have this part out. But go ahead. Uh, so, so my mom would like <laughs> try to talk to him about Catholicism she's and like, like converting. Yeah, she's like, you know, that he's never too late to accept Jesus. And in like Catholic, like Catholic churches, it's like a cult almost. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! I can't, man. I listened to that for fifteen minutes, and I just walk. I'm looking around. First of all, God forgive me, but I'm looking at all the ass in there. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> so, I go to church. But growing up, how I'm, often did you go to church? Like every Sunday? Too much. Like, too much. like multiple times a week? Yeah, I had no choice. I was like a dog about to be walked. And like how much time did you spend in church? Too much. Week? My mother okay, used to how many hours is time. too much? I used to go to Sunday school. Time. I was in Sunday school. I went to like events at the church. Listen, I love being part of the church. And I guess maybe, I don't know. I just feel like. I'm not part of the organized, the art, like the way that people do things. I find that I love everyone. I have love in my heart for everyone, Jewish, Muslim, whatever you were raised as. Because I'm going to start saying, when people say, oh, what are you? I'm like, I'm a fucking human being, bro. Oh, shit, that's deep. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm a human. I want to get, get like a piece on my neck that says, like, like that stands for human being. Like, maybe like, a, I don't know, something. Because that's what I feel <laughs> like I am. Everyone's like, oh, what ethnicity? What? I. F- you heard not not now, but I'm just saying like that's what I plan on doing. <laughs> <laughs> holla at your boy. I'm broke though, so like that's all we're gonna be doing is fucking. I'm not taking you out to eat. I'll make you eggs, maybe. Okay. You Depending. said you're nasty at cooking though. I'm nasty. I'll make the bitch the best. Bro, cook. not bitch. I, and I mean bitch. In woman. The most respect. Yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think you gotta go vegan, man. I just want to make that'd a- be a good touch. Easily. What happened on um, on the 27th? Is that where you were at the Stress Factory? Oh, yeah. That was an amazing show, dude. Yeah. I actually invited a girl to that show, and she went, and I killed. And she, she liked she's it? Like, she's like, she walked out. She's like, oh, you were so funny. I'm Stop. Like, where I'm does like, she live? She was touching Jer- her chest, Jersey. what she told nah, you? Nah, she was, oh, she's no, a no. sweet girl. Well, I mean, Jer- Jersey's close enough. Ni- nice Ish. girl. Nice girl. Yeah, yeah. She isn't a nice girl? Or no, nice? she's she's very sweet. I mean, listen, they're all so, nice. They're all nice. Yeah, they're all yeah, fours. You, we better stop there before you say anything worse. I'm not. <laughs> listen, I can't get me too because I'm just acting right now. Ain't nobody, yeah, 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 right. You got the shades on. You're the good. only body, the only person on all fours. <laughs> Nothing. I don't know. I'm stopping. Listen, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. All right? Go fuck yourself. So are you dating now or what? Uh, I'm looking this, for somebody. No, no, but what about this girl? 
Now nah, I'm talking about. Listen, the thing is, I want to be honest with you. Yeah, please. My baby is comedy. Love I'm that. really serious about that. And I, my like when I when I think about comedy and just what I'm doing now, and the ability that I have to go on stage. No, I don't think about my set. I don't prepare a set. I don't have a set list. I just go on stage. I listen. My my only rehearsal thing that I do is I listen to my jokes in the car. In the car yeah. on the way there, I listen to different ways I've said them in the past, and I try to find and I add a tag and I and I roll and I'm like, oh, let me talk to this person. And Troy said something that was really interesting, actually, in the green room. We were talking, and he said something that was like really resonated with me. He's like. Everything changed when he started like looking people in the eyes. Like you know, when you like, I feel like that's another thing I got to start doing more of: looking people in the eyes when I talk and stand up. Because sometimes I'm just really, I black out, and I'm just, I'm almost riding the wave of laughter and emotion. And if I say something the crowd doesn't like, I recover. That's one thing I've learned lately. Not necessarily like I'm not necessarily the fucking airtight set, but I do very very well. Because I, I do well in the beginning and at the end, but most importantly, if I fail in a joke, I've built this like over the last couple of months, like I'd say last two or three months, I've been really getting, honing it in the ability to like slip up on a joke. It lands flat and then find a way to recover from it in a way where like, okay, he was, he honest, he was honest about that one. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, just like, I don't know. People say, oh, don't make. Don't say nothing. Oh, if a joke bombs, just keep pushing. I don't know. People say that, but I feel like... I think people like vulnerability. You know, like, oh, that one didn't work. Yeah. Or, like, oh, you guys like that one, That huh? was really Addr funny yeah, in my head. I'm like, it. in my head, it was funny. I don't know what happened. You know, like, because for me, I mean, especially if you have them. Let's say, for instance, you have them and they're there. And because, you know, you have them. It's like, this is the way I feel like comedy works. It's like they're, they're in the palm of your hands. Or they're slipping away from you. And you get them back and they slipping away. But sometimes the palm's closed and it's just they're right there. And they're just not going anywhere. And you have them. But it's not always like that. Sometimes, like the other day, I did 25 minutes in front of 70 people at Governor's. It was that night in Levittown. Three, it fits 270. It only was 70 people. And it's never that empty. And the only reason it was that empty was because it was the rainstorm. The, the, the massive torrential downpour i think it was sunday and it was an incredible time bro i ended up doing two spots that night i did a spot in the small room and the big room i did a spot on tom kelly's show tom kelly good guy gave me a spot shout out to tom kelly he's out there in long island puts on shows good guy always wearing a suit fucking guy good smile oh go. nice anyway so uh yeah so i did that and that show that i did in the big room there were 70 people spread out all over the place and you know what that's like they, I'm the last comic out of seven comics, and each one of us did like practically 20 minutes. So they were exhausted. Some people did well. Some people didn't. You know what I mean? It was the weather. It was a combination, whatever. Anyway, so I felt like that day, I had them. They had a great time. They came up to me after we talked, got followers. But it was like this. It was like every joke. It was like, I, I really just want to go home now. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Is it over? <laughs> and then, oh, that's good. Okay, you know what? This guy's a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. Seven comics doing 20 minutes, though, is also a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Like when we put together the Ted Jones Comedy Show, I try and keep it at like 75 minutes. Yeah. Really, like, maximum. But you, you know? want to know something? It was a rainy day. They weren't going anywhere. Right. They had, overall, it was a great time. Everybody had a lot of fun. 
mostly everybody did well on the show, you know, all, all things considered. Did you have friends growing up who were into comedy at all? I know, like, you discovered comedy kind of like, uh, yeah, you know, old. like in therapy. But, like, did you have, excuse me, physical therapy. Physical therapy. But did you have friends who were funny who, like, potentially would have gotten into it? And did they think you were soft for doing comedy? Um, a lot of people doubted me, dude, to be honest with you. People like how? Me. You're not funny. What shit are you talking about? I You're have- an ice cream truck guy. I have some people that, that still, like, I'll see people in the gym, and they'll be like this old guy. He's like, he's like, hey, pal, how you doing? Everything good, everything good. You're doing that you're comedy sh- nonsense. You're still doing that comedy thing. Yeah, it's good stuff, you know. They talk with, like, a sense of arrogance. Like, they, there's different types of people. Like, people have a certain way about them when they're retired, right? Then there's certain people who have a certain way about them when they retire. Like, a guy could be retired in Staten Island from the MTA. Makes like five thousand a month in pension. Pension, yeah. But walks around like he's a fucker, multi million. Yeah, you know, I'm good. I'm shut up. I'm doing my thing. You know, I got a little boat. I got a little house. You know, yeah, I'm doing my thing. They get, I'm like, they got seven chains on, inherited from years and years of being a white supremacist. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, listen, you know, you got to You got to go, go. You go to school. You waiting tables. You go to school. What do you do? Listen, give me a cup of coffee. Hey, listen, this is $5 for you. I write thick case, so I don't $100 bill. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm going to flatten your tires, and I know where you live, all right? You jerk off. How's the fuck? gym been recently? You said that uh, the last time. Yeah, you've been freaking it. trying I'll to go in there to kill it. someone. Let me tell you something. When I go to gym, yeah. I feel I feel like I'm even getting the goosebumps just thinking about it because I go in there, and I defied all odds. Like, I literally, on paper... Yeah, I'll bring my dead, MRI. I'll bring my MRIs. No, no, no. Forget Wait, about being can you, dead. Can you send us the, a screenshot? Of the MRI. I, I can think I can find it. If you can I, I find it, up, we're gonna pop it up right here. I'm gonna hit up Stand Up MRI. See what they if they have them. Um, Wait, it's called Stand Up MRI. Yeah, it's in Staten Island, like, the Humble. Oh, I thought it was like a stand up club. I was. I had a couple of accidents. Uh, I had a major accident with my uh, with my car where somebody smashed into me, and I kind of popped both my shoulders out at the same time. Were you wearing a seatbelt? I was wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, and was this in a truck or was it in your no, car? No, this was in my my car. I was driving. I was driving. Um, I was driving a stick shift car, so I was pushed up against the the steering wheel, stretching, and that was the moment. Waiting for the red light, and that was the moment they were coming off the highway, full speed, sixty miles an hour. Oh, boom! Smash! Total my car. Rear-ended you. Rear-ended me. The girl gets out of the car. She's Pause. Like she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I need an ambulance. She's like, are you? She's like, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I need an ambulance. Like, I was really fucked up. Like, I was like, uh, like, uh, like, I was fucked up. My shoulders popped out and popped back in. It was crazy. And I and I told her I need an ambulance. She's like, are you serious? She was like, 19 years old. I was like, I need a fucking ambulance. And I smashed the door shut and it hurt me so bad. I remember, like, it might have almost came out again at that moment because I didn't. I think I was just so mad. I went to. I would have. If that was a guy, I might have got out of the car and like kicked them or something, because I was so mad. Like, how would how you that? How old are you at that time? This was I was working at Jimmy John's making sandwiches. Jimmy John's, real fast, real fast. Jimmy John's, you know, like that fucking thirty second sandwich place. Fuck that sandwich place. They made us pay for sandwiches. Fucking bafungo. Oh, they made you pay for your lunch? <laughs> yeah, it was like half off, but nobody wants your fucking dirty sandwich. <laughs> fucking not even boys had cold cuts. Go fuck it. No wonder you shut down. They opened a, a, a sandwich place in Staten Island. 
trying to hit this franchise. Oh, we're going to reinvent the wheel on sandwiches in the sandwich capital of the... Let's get back to the accident. I'm sorry. I'll get Fuck Jimmy John's. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck a motherfucker. Jimmy John like this. My manager was such a jerk off too. Fuck a pussy. Slap the shit out of that guy. What was his name? I don't even know. He's a pussy. Put oregano on the sandwich yourself. I'm sorry. That was really... Anyway, so the accident... (laughs) yeah, so yeah, I what I'm saying is we were talking about the gym. Yeah, but I asked how old you were at the accident, if you So you so know. the reason why I brought up the Working accident the is because I the gym, yeah. the gym. The reason why I defy all odds in the gym is because I technically need I have a torn supraspinatus, a torn uh I had a tear in my, the crazy part is I had a tear in my labrum. Me too. That healed. Yeah, mine, mine too. Because of acupuncture. Yeah, my acupuncturist is phenomenal. We should call him up. Ronu? Call him up. What are we going to talk to him about? Hold Just on. like your. I'm going to talk to him about how he helped all of us, um, how he helped me and the owner of Governors. We'll hey, Siri, call Dr. Ping. Oh, he's Asian? Yeah, of course. Any real acupuncturist is from the mainland of China. <laughs> this is. All right, we're calling Dr. Ping. Hello. Hey, Dr. Ping, how you doing? Very good. How are you, Tony? Good, good. I was just I was just talking to my friend over here, and I was explaining to him how much you helped me in the years, and how much I came. How I was a fat boy. You came. How much I how how far along I came. Oh. Okay. You're a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> are you busy, Doctor Ping? What's up, man? Ted Jones here. Oh, how are you? I'm good, man. Should we tell him we're recording though? Or? No, I, yeah. Well, so we're doing we're doing. <laughs> We're doing like a podcast and I was just talking about how much acupuncture helped me in the years and how back in the day I had major accidents. My shoulders were fucked up and I had bad. Remember the MRIs? I had tears and you helped me. Sure. And you help and you help who else? James from Governors. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's happy. So if anyone out there needs acupuncture. And uh, go to Dr. Dr. Ping. Ping. Dr. Ping, what's your acupuncture place name? Natural Vitality, right? Natural Vitality. Natural Vitality. And Dr. Ping, I met Dr. Ping 12 years ago when I was doing Kung Fu. My Shifu recommended Dr. Ping because I had a problem. I think with... Maybe more than 12. 12 years ago. More than 12 years ago. You were, you were 17. I was so fat, right, Dr. Ping? Yeah, you're, you're such a nice boy, but fat. Fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I said you were 17. I'm going to come okay. by soon for treatment, okay? Sure, sure, sure. All right, love you, brother. See, care. see you soon. All right, okay. Dr. Ping, see ya. Take care. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 He's the best. What a nice combo. Dr. Where Ping. is he? He's in Bay Ridge? So Dr. Ping's in uh, Hicksville, Long Island, and he's been there for a long time. Why were you out there, though? Uh, so that's where he was, and I swear I just I would drive out there. Okay. for. Let's, uh, let's get to the gym, though. Oh, so ne- what I'm saying You're is... Savage in the gym, bro. Def- I and def- I was channeling you today, bro. I had legs today, just 50 minutes of straight power. Just sweating, dude. Let me tell you. Well, everybody knows I get after it. I stay getting after it in the gym. Hell yeah, man. Listen, brother, we got to get more people out there in the gym. USA. For our mental health. I I was born in Alabama and we didn't have gyms back then. We had hay. We used to pick up hay and fat bitches would definitely get our quads working. I remember I had this one fat bitch, man. That got me into deadlifting after that. I was like, this is. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yes, I think we knew. He's like, oh, yeah. To get back to some of the topics that we talked about last time, maybe we can elaborate a little bit more. Your ice cream business at 14. 
How much money do you Sorry, think you I made from? Was, I was just what you just have a just blanked out blackout. I blacked out from what? Were you like shaking a little bit? Stupidity. No, bro, dude, you're not a stupid guy. You need to chill I'm, with that listen, shit. I'm just kidding. I'm Seriously, I'm you're like, oh, I'm stupid. I'm this and that, bro. I consider nice. myself. Well, you, you're a little bit all over the place, but we're keeping you online. I here. keep my. I consider myself to be. I'm um, to be honest with you. Yes. I consider myself to be almost a genius, but in a savant, <laughs> okay, yeah, but in a like, savant way. Like kind of how interesting. Kind of how Rain Man was. Why don't you just? Do you know what savant is though? Yes, it's like extremely hyper aware of certain things and able to do certain things that normal people can't do. It's like Albert Einstein. Like for yeah, for instance, today I was walk, I was taking care of a table, right, and like. I'm just so like I'm circling around the table. There's 15 people, all retired, all living in their own world. Regular people, uh, city workers. They're retired. They're having a little a breakfast thing. I'm walking around them with the coffee pot. First of all, these people, they're not aware of anybody. I'm looking at them. I'm looking at their hands, their watch, their jewelry. I'm fucking scanning everybody. I'm looking at who's got what. Who's got dirty fingernails? Who's got one nail long? Probably do coke. I'm looking at everything. People don't have that. People aren't aware of things. People just walk around aimlessly in the world and consider themselves to be smart, successful people when really they'll get fucking stabbed in the neck by a homeless person because they're not they don't know what the they don't know what a, when a threat's coming. And I think that's very when I'm in the gym, I'm training. I, I told you this before, I think, as if I am about to go out and perform the three, like 300 to 3,000 people. You said 50,000. Is it 50,000? Yeah. That's how I feel on yeah. the inside. But I, I don't want to sound too cocky, but I really have high hopes for myself, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think there is mistakes in life. I think that when someone's ready, it's like an egg. You know what I'm saying? Some people are premature. They get premature. And some people take a little long. Sometimes you got to bake in the oven a little longer. <laughs> Instead of the microwave. In the microwave. I just feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I'm on my destiny. I, I just, I stopped comedy because I was afraid of going on stage and having to prepare shit all the time and always be on point because I couldn't go on stage without preparing. I couldn't go on without having a set list and a plan and an entrance and an exit and god forbid my plan changed god forbid there was silence god forbid a joke didn't land i would melt sometimes i would just start profusely sweating and be real nervous and and now it's like i go up there and it's just like you know when you're just you like you know what you're doing at this point and it's like now it's enjoyable now i'm learning did that change for you when you had that death experience 1000% from the moment I got back on stage, I was a different person. When did you get back on stage after you had the death experience? When the you week were, after. You were in the hospital for two days, correct? The week after I was at the hop shop doing shows. Okay, so what happened to, like we glossed over it last episode, but the scar on your face. Did you pass out? You fell when you had the heart attack? So I fell and I, I hit my my chin on a marble counter. Is it, This was at your house? Yeah, so I fell out of my shower onto the floor. This was after a bad edible, by the way, a bad weed yeah. edible. And uh, it was a punch bar. Yeah. And it literally rocked me, bro. Rocked me. I was literally on the floor. Did your brother find you just bleeding on the He found the me other? bleeding on the floor. He shook me for a long time to wake me up. And at that point, a week before, 
I had dislocated my shoulder. Um, Doing what though? Sneezing. Dead serious. But that was after the car accident. So yeah. your shoulders were already so a little bit weak. My, it was my left shoulders. Yeah, it was not stable. But now I've been doing. And a how lot, old were you when that ac- when the car accident happened? Just to get a timeline. <sighs> it's probably like 2015. So you were probably like 20. Se- you were like 24. 25? I went to a severe depression after the car accident. Yeah, because that wasn't when I started comedy. That was like way after. That was like I was in shape. I was in great shape, and I was really upset because I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, are you kidding me?" I was working at Jimmy John's. I was making money. No, I'm kidding. That was, it's not because I was really, but I was just in a really good place. And that really sent me on a depression. And I actually have, you could tell like my fingers, like look, just make a fist. You see in between your hands. See how it's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Look at my hands. Oh my God. So look at this for you right here. What is that? That's calcification right here. This is calcification. In the fingers, I have um, from hitting my hands with sandbags and rice. Bah, bah, bah. Why would you do that? Kung fu, kung fu, iron palm, boom. Like, like, shake my hand, for instance. Right? Like, you, you, it's small, but just, I'm not even making a fist. It feels like it's about to come off. Huh? It feels like, like there's uh, muscles that are loose or something. What I'm, all right, so, so look, what I'm saying is, I have a very, like, a strong a strong hand grip, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But what happens is, so when you grab rice and you, like, for instance, this muscle. Yeah. Touch this. This muscle. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So, what, but what about it? So, in Kung Fu, we used to do, <laughs> we used to do push-ups on our oh, fingers. Shit. Yeah. I was so fat, I couldn't do them. I would fall down. I was so fat. I, I still could barely do them. They're so hard. Yeah. The, the Chinese are people. The Chinese people, I feel like, are a very advanced civilization. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, they've been wearing They're, masks for a long time, using umbrellas in the sun. Not even that. It's just that, like, I just feel like there's some somewhere down the road in China, like, deep in the mountains, there's some real mystical shit with harnessing chi and, like, kung fu and spirituality and our ability as human beings and I feel like the Chinese and, like, the Asian cultures over there, um, a lot of them, not just the Chinese, because the Thai do it, and, you know, the Japanese with the ninjas. I feel like all that stuff's real. I believe in, like, some mystical shit. I don't know why, I just do. I feel like... What? Is that Mr. F- Mr. Ping? Hold on, that's Laz Rivero. I'm not going to answer it real quick. I'm just going to tell him I'm busy. He was on the pod once before. He's a really good guy. <laughs> very funny guy. It's, it's, he's very comes in my car. Has a million demands, and he's like, Dah. "He's running around. Come on, move the car. What are we doing? Smoke the blunt. This, that." He's running around <laughs> like a fucking lunatic. I was like, "Bro, relax. What the fuck is the matter with you? I'm picking you up. I'm doing you a favor. You do. You, you got. You, you got me crazy." He's like, "My like, I love him like a brother. You know what I mean?" You want to know something? Last time I sat like this, do you just get a Charlie horse? And my hip. Was you want me to rub it? Fucking out of whack. Imagine. Hold on, I just gotta like stretch my hip out. Well, now you're doing full sit ups, dude. No, no, no. That's like lower a, ab stuff. This is not. This is not an ab stuff. Yeah, it is. you're not feeling it right there at the bottom. No, but this does nothing for me. I gotta do hundreds of those to feel it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not a normal man. 
I'm a superior man. Bro, let's but I want to talk about your transition into your new life after dying. I'm getting a pussy eventually, but right now I'm gonna rock. Oh, right, right, right. There you go, transitioning. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine? People think because I have a fat ass that I'm fucking homosexual. I get gay stuff. I'm Prove not. It. Come on, bro. I'm not gonna. Well, you you just said you had a fat ass. Uh, I want to see gonna, if you have I'm a fat not ass. Stop there. And All right, you don't have to. Even though I do want to see it. And as soon as you get up, I'm gonna see stop. if you got a fat ass, dude. All right, stop. I'll send you a picture. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you actually might. We'll see. Stop. Stop. Up. So no, but it's it's. I don't know what it is. It's like the fucking everywhere I go, these fucking the, the restaurants. The next people thing say is, you ever got a fat ass because I walk around and I do homosexual things. And I fuck around and do like I act Put fingers out fingers in your boys' butts. No, like I just fucking jerk people off sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> no, no, no. All jokes. All jokes aside. Um, <laughs> No, I might be homosexual. No, no I don't think you <laughs> no, are. No, are you? I'm kidding. You might be. Dude, I'm literally jo- I'm joking. Listen, don't mean to me because I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm focused on comedy. And pussy's very expensive, bro. Like, find me pussy that's not expensive. It's you like gotta this- start going on walks, bro. And Take girls out for coffee. Catch, is that where you catch pussy? I mean, walks? that's a way to <laughs> What do I catch them? That's a way to start. Mark. Bro, like you take a girl on a walk, then you take her for coffee. Then oh, the next I time, you who knows? Like, I thought you meant like walk and then like find the girl. Like, hey, you want to grab coffee? <laughs> I'm like, because that's never worked for me. I'm like, you do that? Like you go on walks and catch women? No, I think you go on walks with women and then you do the coffee Why next day. Why am I day, sweating the so time. much? Hold on, I gotta like... You want water? No, 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 I'm good. Yeah, why are you sweating? <sighs> there you go. You can take off the headphones, Hold relax on. for a moment. Wanna... Oh, he's up. He's got an ass. Look at that. <laughs> I don't think I have ice, dude. I have uh, tap water. Dude, just run the tap and then put some on your face if you want. And then we have a paper towel over there. Are you smoking weed over here? I was was finna. I was finna. You can light that up if you want, but I don't think that's the best move if you're feeling hot. No, I'm saying I have weed. I mean, listen, I don't think there's anyone more transparent than me. I don't hold it. Yeah, I think it's good. <clears throat> well, speaking some, of being transparent, you want to spill some some beans, I'm stuff that you can spill about your point, early, earlier career in life. Um, at some point, I'm gonna have a lawyer make sure I don't say things I shouldn't. Because right, right, right. But for the most part, now you got uh, the Ted Jones World Podcast people cutting out things that may be too juicy for the pod. But you've been good this episode, man. You good? You a little dizzy? Or are you? Fine? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. You let me know if you feel. All right, uh, no, I'm good. I'm chilling. Weird. All right. All right. So, uh, what what do you mean early on in my career? Life, I meant. <sighs> like, because uh, I know you were a driver, valet for a guy. Yeah. No. Listen. The, yeah. Go I ahead. picked up a guy who used to drive around. You know, he used to have a girlfriend. She used to have a house in Jersey. Yeah. Used to fucking do drugs and shit, smoke weed, party with her. Get in the wet. in the car with you? Yeah, drinking and wine in the back. Probably fucking jerk. You know, I don't know. <laughs> was that, was it a limo him. though? No, it was a regular Mercedes. It was a Mercedes E three fifty. Did you hear noises though when you were in the front? seat? I was seat in, the in the front the seat. So like, what kind? Of, like, I was rock hard. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, I think you were actually. <laughs> I actually got chubs a little bit. I had to. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't getting pussy. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I was. I mean, you were two hundred and eighty pounds at this point. I was fat. Yeah. I was like, I'm exaggerating. I was probably like 275 at the fattest. You know? So 280 is not that much more yeah. than 275. 270, probably 274, 75. <laughs> <laughs> I was 270. <laughs> 269 at the <laughs> 
If I take a shit in the morning, I was 269. Yeah, then you're 266. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I was like 275, 280. You're right. <laughs> I'm a fucking compulsive liar. What are we going to do? No, dude, you been. You were just talking about how you spill the beans. You're the truth guy. So, yeah. So, and... What, know, was your, what was your experience? I guess to go to another topic. What was your experience like growing up in Bay Ridge, though? Um, Did you know, like, a lot of bad people doing bad things or what? My uncle used to be, like, a thief, too. He used to take me to, like, um, stores and, like, we could wear puffy jackets and stuff me up with, like, prosciut, filet mignon, chunks no. of Fidel, chunks of filet mignon. Yeah. And he would do that, and we would smoke weed, and we'd go in there, and we just fucking... What was his excuse to you, though, like, when you were a young kid? I was in on that. it. I was, like, enjoying How old were you? I was probably, like, 13. So you guys would plan together on how you're going to steal a prosciutto, mozzarella, he would just, Well, first stuff. of all, I wasn't... Baguettes. So, no, like, no, we would go for the hard stuff, the, the heavy... What's the hard stuff? Like, whatever's compact, small, and worth a lot of money. Like, like Parmesan-Reggiano, chunk of that, fuck, $20. Uh, prosciutto, the... Not domestic and ported. Yeah. Have them cut up like 10, like, you know, like, you know, a pound to a pound and a half, like 10, 15 slices, you know, and you, you fucking, they're thin. You just fucking shove them in your pants. I was walking out of there with like $300 in cold cuts. <laughs> just different meats. Is he in jail now? No. No. He's, uh, he's like an older guy. Um, very successful, very intelligent. He's but actually. Is that, is that how you started some of the. Criminal stuff. I yeah. mean, listen, it was both of us. We're both fucking degenerates. It is what it is. Uh, I felt like Jetro made a lot of money. They were, you know what I mean? They were doing very well. There was It was the Jetro. You know, Jetro, I don't know what the statute of limitations is, but fuck you. <laughs> it's a long time. What's, what's Jetro? Uh, like a store? It's like a fucking big corporation that, it's like a Costco for, for restaurants. So they have everything in bulk. Everything's, everybody in there has got money, restaurants. They're making tremendous amounts of money. They don't, they're not worried about a couple dollars. You know what I mean? I feel like when you come to terms with that, you know, you realize that, I don't know, maybe my moral compass is fucked up. Who knows? Only the, the viewer knows, right? Well, also, you failed to mention, you did mention last uh, episode, since you died, you've been on a, yeah, a good now, kick. No, no, now I've, I haven't done anything. I don't steal nothing no more. I don't. I quit all that shit. Why is that though? Mainly because I just I, I want to just start a nice path because I lost all that money twice and shit like that and like I had you know I had enough bad juju like when I see a homeless person now once in a while I give a dollar you have to give in order, in order to, to receive. receive and that's I feel like that hold hardly you have to give most importantly when you have nothing I don't know I just feel like when you're secure about where you're going it doesn't matter like. I walk around, and you'll have this on video. I know where I'm going. One day, I'm looking to sell out the garden, bro. I'm dead serious. I mean, one day, I'm looking to sell out the garden. And I'm looking to be a very influential person in this, in, in this comedy game. Because I, I have a very unique angle as a human being. Knock on wood, these are my circumstances. This is who I was born into. If I was born young and in shape and getting... Pussy left and right going to school. And my the cool kids in my, my neighborhood in my school, they were out there drinking, partying. I never got into drinking because I was, like, not into that. Like, I didn't feel confident about myself growing up. I didn't have that 
now I'm now I'm in the place where I've kind of like shed all my insecurities and I'm feeling very confident and strong about wh- who I am as a person, my value and my worth. So when I'm out there in the streets, if I can give, I give because I don't even care. Like I'm running on a thousand five hundred, like revolving in my account. Like my my bills go to five. I'll make five thousand in the month. I'll spend it all on bills, driving to, to gigs, going to paying for my gas tolls, uh, my rent, my dog. I have fucking two hundred dollars, a hundred and sixty dollars a month for my dog between insurance. Actually. $110 a month for my dog's insurance held me, Paul. I'll send you the clip of that. You don't have to. We believe yeah. you. $110 a month. <laughs> and what's crazy is they fucking get you because in the beginning it was like 20 bucks. It's nothing. Ah, it's $20 for my dog. They start raising the premium on you every fucking year. And now you have no choice but to pay. I'm paying $1,000, $2,000 a year on insurance almost. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's like, it's just wild. Anyway... But, like, I, I don't care because I just know that as long... And then at the end of the month, I have a 1000 left, and then I just keep, you know... And it sucks because I have that stock money, but I can't touch it. If I touch it, I'll lose the rest of the fourteen, and I'll, have, I'll, I'll forfeit 100000 So it's like I have a couple dollars saved up, and I can't even touch that because... You know what I mean? No, so, what do you mean the fourteen? What are you talking about? So I have a couple thousand dollars saved up, Let's right? Let's go. You know, but I can't even touch it because I'm down sixty, seventy thousand on stocks. So if I touch it, I'll lose a hundred. So like, I'm like stuck in this position where I have some money. I'm fucked because I got to work every day, and I don't want to work too much because I don't want to. I don't want to take my foot off the gas in comedy. Like I got to step on the gas in the sketches and the social media. But right now, my fuck, my fucking foot's on the gas in comedy. Like I'm every week, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to governors. I'm doing 25 on one show, 12 on another. The next day I come back, I do a a show there, go to the city, do a show. Like I was never in my life ever that much stage time. And so I feel like very comfortable on stage and in a good place. And I feel like I'll even be in a better place when I have more stage time. You feel like you have more. So it's more of a purpose, man. I feel great. I feel great. But um, I just definitely think that we have to always give. We have to be very thankful. And know what you're worth, man. Everybody chases around the wrong things. What would you say that you were grateful for before you had this big accident, near-death experience? I mean, I'm grateful. Before that, though. Like, not within the last two and a half years. Do you think, like, you never really thought about it? Um, It's very difficult to be grateful in you know, while you're living, but if you just take take yourself outside of yourself for a second, you're saying, see. Uh, like you're saying, after I died, what I what was I grateful for? Before. Before, yeah. I was grateful that I had the the mentality to understand Business. how valuable life is. Yeah. Because I lost my cousin Joey at he was 22. I might have been like 25. Was that from drugs? It was, nah, it was from a motorcycle accident, and he had one accident. And he fucked his whole arm up, his shoulder. And I used to bring him, I used to smoke weed with my cousin Joey. And I used to bring him, I used to bring him some weed sometimes. Because he, well, he used to ask me to bring him weed because he was in the hospital fucked up. And he couldn't, he didn't want to take painkillers. Because he's not the type of person. My cousin Joey's a good kid. 
Uh, and so I used to bring him weed. So he smoked weed outside while he was in the, sh- in the hospital. Then a year goes by, maybe not even a year goes by after that first accident. And I, and that same bike, you know, it was never even checked by a mechanic or whatever. Cousin Joey had surgery on his shoulder. His shoulder was fucked up from the accident. So it's like you, yeah, but he had surgery on it cause it was fucked up and his arm never even fully healed. And now he is riding his bike again, you know? And my aunt, my uncle, they can't really stop him because he had his mind of his own. And, you know, my mom got me a phone call and he passed away. And, well, she told me I was on the Verrazano and she told me that your cousin Joey was in an accident on the motorcycle and my heart fucking just dropped. Just dropped. And I was like, fuck, man. And she's like, oh, he's really bad. I don't know if he's going to make it. You know, I don't know what's the condition. And... In that moment, like, I literally, my heart was, like, pounding. I literally flipped a U-turn right on the Verrazano. Like, in the illegal, you know, the center of the Verrazano, where they have the openings with the cones. I fucking flipped the U-turn. Luckily, no one saw me. And I just head back. I was heading back, head back straight to Brooklyn. Flying, flying. I hit traffic. Just driving, like, 100 miles an hour to the hospital. Get to the hospital. My cousin Joey apparently was doing like 80 miles an hour. And he was on the table, just ex- just blown up. Just blown up. Just dead. I just see everyone crying. And I'm like, oh, it's bad. You know, like maybe he's in a coma or something. And I get to the table, I see him there, you know, dead, bro. Like he was flying in the rain. My cousin Joey's a good kid, man. I wish I told him a million times that. So anyway, so I seen him there and. Uh, you just told him to slow down and, you know, don't. Go so no, I, I seen him there and uh, it was really hard, bro. It was hard because like. It's even just thinking about it. It makes me tear up because like he was like my brother. I literally grew up right next to him in Bay Ridge. We were boys, you know what I mean? Like, we literally used to fucking, like, be in the shower together. Like, the, every day we would spend, you know, like, even from babies. And he was, like, my little my little brother. And when he died, when I seen him there, just, it was just so fucked up. My uncle kept telling me, you should have taken the bike. You should have taken the bike. And it was, at that time, I was on the ice cream truck that whole week, making a lot of money, being greedy, Driving it around. And my Uncle Sammy, my mom's brother, not my Uncle Sammy, the mother's uncle. I have a lot of Uncle Sammy's. So my, my Uncle Sammy, my mom's brother, was calling me up left and right, calling by the bike. Because he wanted my car, my Subaru STI. He wanted my car. But his father didn't want him driving the stick shift. So oh, he Joey went, wanted the car. He wanted my car from the beginning. I had the race car. So I was so it was in 2016, my cousin Joey passed. It's in that time, that time frame, that area, and so he went against his father's will, bought a motorcycle. Never meant to be riding that. He doesn't. He never knew how to drive stick shift. He just didn't have. People don't fear bikes. I I I ride bikes. I ride everything. I understand motorcycles. Wow, what is that thing? A lantern fly. All right, forgot, fuck that thing. Anyway, should you kill it? 
No, there's no lantern flying here. Maybe it's a little uh, no, fly. There, there's a lantern. No fly. way it's a lantern fly, bro. Where? That thing right oh! there. Lantern fly. <laughs> Get that motherfucker. Motherfucker. What do I do? I can't kill it. I'm vegan. Are you? You know I'm vegan. I mean, you gotta eat it. I generally, I get malicious in here, you mother. You put the camera, you shut the camera off, you fucking beat this. Oh, you let it out? So, so yeah, my cousin Joey, man, We, my uncle Sammy wanted me to buy the bike. But yeah. because I was on the ice cream truck making money and I didn't want to take a day off, I was planning on buying his bike so that he could eventually get my car. He wants to buy a stick shift car. And um, so I never, I, just because of the way it was worked out, I never ended up picking up the bike. I was going to buy it because I had a lot of, sitting a lot of money. I was making a lot of money on the ice cream truck. I was just, all right, whatever, $3,000. I put it away. I sell it. I, I throw it away. I just want to get my cousin Joey off this bike. That whole week, every single day, my Uncle Sammy called me. Hello, Habibi, please. Tajib the bike. motorcycle. motorcycle. Come get the bike. I don't want to ride on the bike. Please come get the bike. I want to ride the bike. Every single day for that whole week before he died. And then my mom calls me, tells me he was in an accident. When I got to the hospital, I see my cousin Joey down on the table. And my Uncle Sammy was just like, he was like, I told you to take the bike. I told you to take the bike. And I was broken, bro. My Uncle Sammy did not look at me the same for at least three years. Maybe four. Dead serious. He did not. This is my uncle. This And I was his favorite, one of his favorite nephews. I was the funny nephew in the family. The, he, lo he loved me. He used to fatten me up. He was part of the reason I was fat. He loved me. And ever since that day, it just completely changed. And he kind of like blamed me a little bit, blamed his wife, blamed everyone. But that gave me a deeper meaning for life. And I say all the time, I say, I don't know. It's crazy, man. God, like I say to myself, okay, what if my cousin, what if I took the bike and then he got a, a car like mine? My car is very fast. I have a race car. I have a Subaru STI. Zero to sixty in four seconds, four point four. It's a, a rocket ship, but it's a tin can too. It's mad dangerous. If you crash that thing, it's it's it, it crumbles. It's it's light. It's a race Japanese car. You know what I mean? It's light. So I say to myself, if my cousin had that, maybe God forbid he would have had somebody else in the car. I don't know. I don't know what how the world works, bro. I don't know why things happen, but that broke me for a long time. That hurt me, and I definitely respect and value life much more after that moment because it was like whoa we could die you know what i mean like that was a scary situation yeah it was very hard bro it was hard is that probably the hardest moment you've had that was that was the the saddest day of my life yeah to this day I love my cousin Joey, bro. And one day when I make things happen, I'm going to do things in his memory. You know what I mean? For sure. I'm going to put his name in a book. Put his, put his, you know what I mean? Put his picture up somewhere before a special or something. 
you know, he was, uh, he was a really sweet boy. And um, it's sad because the father had a serious, like, you know, net worth, too. Like, my Uncle Sammy's, knock on wood, my Uncle Sammy's, like, a legend, too. Like, he came to this country. My, he was born out of nine. Nine brothers and sisters. My, my mom's brother, he had a towel of handbags. And he used to sell handbags to Macy's and Bloomingdale's and all these big companies. He used to have this huge, like, real... Legit leather handbags. That's before Coach was the wave. My uncle Sam used to make millions of dollars. He had the whole family slaving in there, fucking making handbags. My cousin Joey, he technically legally owned three or four brownstones in Brooklyn. You know him, his sister Stephanie, and Natasha. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, my cousin Joey was a big part of my life. And it's sad, man. And it, you know it sucks because I got I used to have his his. Um, I, I sometimes see his pictures pop up my phone and uh, dude, it's tough, bro. It's tough. Uh, but I bet he'd be pretty proud of you now, ma'am. Oh my God. I say it all the time, but no, nobody ever calls on a daily basis. He was the one cousin. He was like 38 cousins, right? 30. Yeah. 38 cousins. It's crazy, bro. Natasha, Natasha, Stephanie. Uh, say the name. Name all 38. Too many, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, Tony, we got pretty freaking deep today, man. Yeah, I mean, look, this is what it's about. Like, comedy, it is fun, uh, you know, laughing around and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, there's <laughs> there's a lot of pain in the heart, bro. You know, and uh, that's why I see some of these comics, bro. It's like, not against comics, but like, some of these people come in from these out-of-state places, and it's like, They've never been slapped before. Like, they got to get fucking slapped. Like, everybody just walks around with a certain arrogance. Like, I'll sue you. Like, I'll fucking see. I'll be swimming with the fishes. You understand? Uh, allegedly. I mean, I'm just saying the world would be a better place if you could slap the shit out of somebody one day. Just once. Just for, you know, just because if they deserve it. Like, anyway, I got some chicken in my rice in my bag. I'm thinking about eating <laughs> Spinach and chicken and rice. I've been thinking about it this whole time. I'm like, right, I am gonna get healthy. I'm trying. Is it is it bad if I eat chicken in here? You can't. What do you mean? I don't want you to eat chicken here. What do you mean on the pod? No, not in the pod, but like in your house because you're a vegan. No, it's be bad, but I don't really want you to eat chicken in, in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. This has been a great episode, yeah, dude. For real. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. And dude, we've uh, we've really gotten to know each other the past two episodes. It's been great, yeah, dude. Man. So I appreciate you very and you much, noticed, bro. You've noticed that uh, I, I don't wear... Put the mic in a little bit, yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I've never wear the same socks, matching, ever. You know, I just always have... And I don't even wear them in the Look, same... dude. Same with me. I don't... I, and I don't even wear them in the same... Like, sometimes I'll put them on backwards. Yeah, Does yeah, it yeah. matter? No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. You there are some things that just don't fucking matter. That's and there are other saying. things that do matter. Like wearing deodorant, which I should wear. Usually. I don't always wear deodorant. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't smell always. Huh? I don't smell always, but sometimes I I mean, sometimes people say I smell like a sand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not saying nothing with the heart. I'm just saying if you're singing along to a song, like why make the lyrics if you can't sing along? I'm fucking around. Leave a comment, write a freaking review, email me, Ted Jones World at right gmail.com. We'll Let's see you me. next time. Do the right Peace. Thing. Do the right thing.